It's the fall of 2008. Middle-aged men across America are watching CSI. In the theaters, Heath Ledger wows audiences in the dark night. But on CMT, Hulk Hogan is about to pick the only CCW champion. This is episode 282, Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling Part 2. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. You can support the show by joining our Patreon or donating to our PayPal, the Fudge Podcast at gmail.com. You can stick around for shout outs at the end of the show. You can find us on Twitter or X, Facebook, and Instagram by searching the Federation. T shirts at whatamaneuver.net. And not to forget music by Electric Downfall. You can check them out on the YouTubes. Travis. We watched the first four episodes of Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. We just watched the last four episodes of Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Did you see anything different? Yeah. Cameos, okay. just cameos. Uh, like, yes, th- yes. There was more prevalent and star-studded cameos Very on true. the second half. Very true. As opposed to the first half. What, what cameos did they have in the first half, if any? Did they have uh, Joey Ryan as a trainer. Was Joey Ryan a trainer? Yeah. I didn't even notice yeah, that. Did we, we even got, talk about that? I think we got suit too sidetracked, but I was going to talk about it because I remember seeing him there because I'm like, wow, that guy looks like Dylan Knight. I'm like, I don't think he's Dylan Knight. You know, like the blonde-haired guy, the long blonde-haired guy, he looks a lot like Dylan Knight from World of Hurt, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I was wondering why that name sounded so familiar. Yeah, yeah, the Australian guy. Yeah. And um, time goes on, and they're doing more advanced moves, and sure as shit, it's Joey Ryan. Okay. Like, I'm talking Chikara Joey yeah, Ryan. Yeah, long you know, hair-ish, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, like, you know, like, Danielle's there, and I explain Joey Ryan, and I'm like, this guy can't even get a job no. at Disney. Like, this I guy... Mean, he got a job at Disney. He got fired. Yeah, but... He got fired right away. Because the fan... Yeah, the... Yeah. yeah, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, this guy, like, can't even get a job outside of wrestling at, like, a place that is so not wrestling... Yeah. ...or dingy that, like, Disney, like... Yeah, he was a reptile handler or something. Yeah, before. he was, like, one of the fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah... Joey Ryan was on the last one, but other than that, for cameos... They didn't really have any guest judge coaches in, did they? No, they didn't, because, you know, I mean... I think that all started. There was so started. much to offer between Brian Nobbs and oh, Brutus yeah. Beefcake, right? Then they didn't need... They didn't. They had a, a reservoir, right? But then, Four episodes is all the training But then had. the well got tapped dry, brother. Yes. Well, I mean, like, uh, Bruce Beefcake had a sleeper hold, I guess, for a finisher... Knobs had the, the pit city or whatever the fuck it was. Or he fucking... You know, like, they did all these tag matches. Why don't you get Jerry Sags in? And they do, like, a little, like, oh, this is how you be a proper tag team. Did did they not have, like, a falling out of some sort? Well, they could have, but you, but the point still stands. Yeah. yeah what yeah, about yeah. Brutus and Hogan? Well, They were a tag team? I mean, Hogan gets in the ring at one point in time. He doesn't look like he takes any bumps. But No, but everyone's like, wow, you can... You can really feel it. Yeah. You can really feel it. And like I'm like, yeah, sure, Hogan's hurting you. Of all people, Hogan <laughs> is hurting you. It's like later on when they get to the chair shots, it's like of all people dem- demonstrating a hit to the back with a chair, like a chair shot. Yeah. That was the worst thing that Hogan ever did in his life. But you know what, though? Okay, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves or anything, right? But... Uh... It was a better chair shot than what you'd see on the internet of Hulk Hogan chair shots. You know what I mean? It's like, you didn't give a shit about these guys. You're right, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, 
I did notice that, though. When he did hit that chair shot, I was like, this is going to be the worst chair shot in the world. And then, therefore, every one of these celebrity chair shots are going to be god-awful. And then he hits a chair shot, and I was like, oh, okay. Not the worst chair shot Hulk Hogan's ever laid in. That's for goddamn well sure. He had a low point in WCW, I'll tell you that. Yes, that he did. That he did. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Yeah, no, we would have a couple guest judges here. Um, Other than that, though, not much has changed. The show does not veer from its format at all. And mind you, that is reality television at its finest. You find a fucking format and you go for it. Um, I did notice, though, that at one point in time, uh, the the runner up to the show, trying not to give it away, says, I'll be back in the second season to take this title back. I was like, much like your career, dude, there was no second season. <laughs> no second act, I would no say. No second act, thank you. That's I would a say a one. second act would be that more is a appropriate. Better one. That yeah. is a much better one. There is no bridge to mend here. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, uh, we, uh, we might as well dive into these fucking shows here. Um, unless you got anything else you want to bring up before we go. Let's just reiterate that uh, Nikki Zeering, Zeering um, the cop from American Wedding, has been eliminated. Candy Girl has been eliminated on yes. episode two. Yeah. After Dennis Rodman would do the pit stop. On he did do. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did use that on her. Yeah. He did. So and you know what's one thing I noticed? Like Nikki Zeering is supposed to be, like, a big sex symbol at this time, right? Yeah. Not supposed to be. She is. She is a big sex symbol. Um, It's crazy how, like, things change when it comes to, like, sex appeal over time. Like, you look at Nikki Zeering, no ass. Zero. Zero ass whatsoever. That was the thing, right? Yeah. It was like Kim. Kim Kardashian's rise to, pro- like, fame it, in the yeah. pop culture kind Except of Except for in, like, um, uh, like, like, like. You like I think I can't remember who. Uh, I guess like the late late two thousands had a lot of like scene emo kids that were like super fucking skinny and malnourished looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that was pretty popular at the but time. But then in the early nineties, yeah, baby got back. Right. But that was more of like the you know urban. the urban culture. Urban, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it is. We're, I, sound, I, I don't know. You got like Iggy, Iggy Azalea and like fucking well now Kardashian. I think that those were like early ones. But like I am not one to talk because like I was so tone deaf on like any pop culture at that point like oh, yeah. i really was like not yeah in. if it wasn't misfits or fucking well i mean i was more into like finding out what happened before at that yeah. point like i was in i in, in 2008 i was in grade nine probably yeah roughly, in grade fucking nine yeah. like come on like yeah. yeah you're probably listening to that i know you weren't listening to, uh look at me in grade nine baby yeah this is me in grade nine the Bare Naked Ladies song? Oh, yeah, no, not a chance. Not even close. <laughs> no, Listen no, to man. fucking Megadeth all the time, yeah, man. Just yeah, couldn't just, get enough of it. Just brooding. Sneaking hoots in your bedroom. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, but no, speaking of uh, females, the only female left now is Trishel. And at the beginning of this episode, they dissolve both teams so that... Uh, Team Hogan, baby. It's all Team Hogan. And at some point in time, Brutus comes in. I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode. When Brutus comes in with his dyed blonde hair and like, yeah, we get we're we're putting our uh we're best foot forward. We're uh showing solidarity to our main man Hulk Hogan, all being blonde. Like, Aryan race, right? Like, totally me, not yeah. something that has been um properly thought out. Yeah, I don't know, man, like do they ever realize what they look like off screen? Like it's like the Adam Sandler buddy 
syndrome where it's like you realize that it looks so bad that you're only like in something when it's hogan related and you gotta like really 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 like praise the Hoganism, brother. Because do this is, shit. He's, he's their Jesus, and it's like Alan Covert or like Dante or like Dante. Dante is the well, Dante from Grandma's Boy. His real name is Oh, Dante. oh, oh. Um, you're talking about Adam Sandler's boys. Yeah, I got and you. Alan Covert, right? Yeah. Like you know Alan Covert, right? He would be the lead in Grandma's Boy, but then both of them oh. would be the gay guys in Big Daddy. Yeah, I thought right? you were talking about the cross-eyed guy from Big Daddy. Oh, that's Steve Buscemi. No, okay, not uh, uh, okay. In Undeclared. Oh, you're no, you're talking about the the cross-eyed guy in Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, maybe, maybe in Undeclared. Yeah. When uh, Adam Sandler goes back to the dorms. Yeah. And the guy stays there with the Rachel chick. Oh, that him. Dude. I don't know his name. I can't remember. His I don't, name I don't know his name, but yeah, I know. But he had a about. fucking wonky eye in one of the Adam Sandler movies. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Waterboy. I don't know. Waterboy, Mr. Deeds, I'd say. One of the two. Or maybe Anger Management. One of the two. I've never seen Anger Management, so I doubt it's not it's good. It's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> I, I, Mr. I Deeds this, isn't good either. I'm not a huge fan of Mr. Deeds, no. After uh, either, Little Nicky, not a fan. Really? Okay, Little Nicky. After Nicky's Big my, Daddy. Big Daddy's my threshold friend. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Little, I like Little Nicky a lot. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Little Nicky. I no, think that's a, fair. I think it's a really funny movie, and it's pretty underrated but it, i understand why everyone like doesn't like it so I, that is that a thing that little nicky's not a good one uh not a lot of, it's like pretty polarizing okay it's pretty polarizing that's fair you know um i was a big fan of 50 first dates when i was a kid i will say i do like 50 first dates and i'd go back and i'd probably enjoy it but um i also like click okay like, yeah I, no. I, I i would say uh, okay while i enjoyed click and i enjoy 50 first dates they did not do the same to me that Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore, so Billy Madison. You're talking did. about just like Sandler's big blockbuster comedies, right? Well, like, like we're not going to factor in Punch Drunk Spanglish? Love. No, I'm not. Th- like I didn't like Spanglish. I didn't like Punch Drunk Love. Okay, that's like I know you like Spanglish. No, I like Punch Drunk Is Love. It? Okay, never okay. seen Spanglish. Okay, I don't know, man. I didn't like Spanglish. Penelope Cruz, like. Was she even an actress? Like, I really don't. I don't even want to believe it. I feel like she was. <laughs> don't even want, she was in Blow, that Blow movie. Yeah, I just With thought. That, I, I, yeah, I don't know. She was just. It's like putting like um, I don't know Jessica she, Alba on, on she, screen. It's like it's just it's just easy easy on the eyes, right? Very easy on. The There's eyes. no real acting ability there. Maybe not. No, I don't know. It's been a long time. Like, have you literally seen Jessica Alba in anything since Fantastic Four? I think she might have done uh, Sin City, maybe. Uh, well, Afterwards, okay, but sure. like, uh, I don't. I she, she her time in the spotlight ended at like two twenty ten or something like that. Probably, yeah, yeah, maybe before. I know Sin City was when I was in high school. So Sin City was oh five. Was it oh five? Jesus Christ! Fucking Rain Man over here. Sin City was oh five. <laughs> Fuck things. <laughs> I don't know. I remember a lot of useless shit, man. <laughs> um, Let's see. I'll just confirm. It's either oh five or oh six. Probably 05 or 2005. Yeah. Because I remember... Uh, I never uh, saw it. Sin City is a decent movie. I'm sure it is. Like, it, it would be up my alley nowadays, but back in the day, I was like 11. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Was whoa, this, this black, black and, white? and white? Why would I watch black and white? And then you come in my room and I watch fucking Night of the Living Dead black and white. I'm no, I know when you bought Night of the Living Dead, I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, I watched that so much. Those I shitty horror movies you bought on DVD from Walmart Christmas that one Evil? day. Christmas Evil. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I stand by it. Those two movies are great. Night of the Living Dead in 1968. Oh, sure, yeah. No, it's fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's a, <clears throat> it's a classic, right? It's a, it's a horror movie in 1968 that's hitting a lot of deep topics that you didn't expect. You know what I mean? It's all about racism. That's why the black dude dies in the end, because they just shoot him, because he's black, and he's there with the zombies. He's alive. They find him. They save him. They shoot him. You know George I mean? Romero? George, right. hey, yep. George A. Yep. Romero. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, anyways, anyways, back to episode five here. So there's only one lady left. Robin then takes this time to uh, tell uh, Trishel that wrestling's a man sport and uh, says something along the lines of she should go back to the kitchen or something like that. Um, she says, though, that he's jealous because she wears a wedding dress better than Robin. That was funny. I thought it was yeah, funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, I was like, hey, you know You what? know, like. It, it, I didn't mind Trichelle. No, she, she was, was fine. fine. And like, her work is honestly. What did I say in the last episode? <laughs> oh fuck, I can't. remember. What was it like? Um, she's like two matches away from being as good as Kelly. Oh Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was that, like that. that about Nikki? Because I, I can't. Think, remember. I think that was Trichelle because Nikki was not good at all. Okay, fair enough. I don't think so. By the way, like, I didn't. Th- I thought Nikki was the worst. I hated her. She was the worst fucking person on the show besides for Tiffany. Oh, I was. Just, I was just gonna say, what about Tiffany? Like, Tiffany was really bad. Um, yeah. <sighs> Either way. <laughs> this episode. I came back to talking too fast. I oh, still had smoke. So they're, um, they're teaching them being sent over the ropes this week and sending other people over the ropes. Because the Battle right? Royal. Yeah, so they're doing a Battle Royal this week. And, um, so Todd, he goes over, lands on his balls as he lands on the apron. Because Brian Nobbs, he doesn't want them to go over the ropes like, yeah! He wants them to... <laughs> Land on their ass or something. This is how he literally said it. He, it is. He, he's he's telling them how he doesn't want them to go over the ropes, like diving over the ropes, kind of how like your Darby Allens would do it or something or like that. Or how Todd uh, Bridges would do it. Yes. Later, like like moments later. Yes. So he does it, at, or Dennis would do it. Ass over tea kill, not Todd. Todd would land on later. His... Todd would like oh, okay. he does the best one out of all. Because Todd lands on his balls as he um, yeah. goes over the top ropes. It's really yeah. sloppy. And he's... I mean, like once they give them the time, I think it might have been the uh, they call it they call it the over the top, and then they got the duck and boost. I think it's the, when he takes the duck and boost. Oh, he, okay. He does like a which is if anybody is not understanding what I'm saying by a duck and boost is when somebody's running towards the ropes and you duck. And then you boost them with Cold, your back. like a back body drop. It's it's a very back yeah. body drop esque. Uh, yeah, yeah. Elimination. Yes. Yeah. Uh so Bean would do it as well. And he would fail doing it. He wouldn't quite get there. He would have a hard time. But um with the laughter of a little child, he would fail and definitely not take this seriously at all. He would try and go over the ropes <coughs> and as he fails and gets halfway and just goes back into the ring. He laughs like, yeah. <laughs> like what else can you do? But you know what, though? Somebody the size of Butterbean. And they would do this in the battle royal that they would do. He's to be eliminated by a group because he's the biggest one of them all. You know what I mean? And somebody who is too big to get over the ropes, it's a great spot to just have everybody else try to eliminate him. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they you're just hitting on the battle royal tropes, anyways, you know, because every battle royal has one of those. Um, Does this mean at this point, though, like right here at this point on episode five, 
that Butterbean will win because he can't go over the ropes. Yeah, you know what? It's going to be a Sheehy Baby from X7 or what? <laughs> Probably. I mean, like, he wasn't mincing any words. He told him before that he wasn't doing it. He literally says, it doesn't work quote, for me, brother. Get a real life. <laughs> if you think I'm going to dive over the top, get a real life. <laughs> what the fuck? Get a real life. Whatever. Uh, Dustin, though, is the only one that actually doesn't do it. He says his shoulder hurts. Trishel then says, I guess there's two girls here now. <laughs> Trishel has been the comedic side in this episode. Yes. 100%. Um, but yeah. She knew she was going. She knew. She knew that yeah. she was like. She's the next on one. On the way out. Like, you're the last woman. Come on. It's Hulk Hogan Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, though? She, she wouldn't be the next. Well, it gets a little muddy. They, they do a little it bit of It does, a, but. I'm sure at this point she's like seeing the writing on the wall. She knows Are she's not making any further. Are you surprised that Trishel doesn't win? Are you guys surprised? Because I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. surprised. Nobody. Trishel I, doesn't win this, okay? Yeah, no. Get a real life. Yeah, get a real life. Come on. Trishel winning this? Really? Yeah. Really? And not Dustin Diamond? Really? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, Crazy. This is when the, so they, they had alluded to that they were going to show him a couple moves for the Battle Royal. And then that their next move is going to, going to be a secret. It's a secret because it's not a move. It's the concept of a move. And it's finishers. And to bring in, to talk about finishers, they bring in somebody that has one of the best finishers at the time. And that's Rob Van Dam's five-star frog, frog splash. A guy that currently is not <coughs> even employed by a company. At this point in time, no. No, this is when his wife was sick, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just come in and get a little bit of a payday. To help with the medical bills, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's Rob Van Dam it's comes fine. in. He's very well spoken. Rob is great. Like yeah. Rob is, he comes off perfectly. Like Dustin puts him over. Yep. Um, Which D- is, Dustin is obviously a fan. Like, yes, he's obviously a fan. Uh, whether or not he's like you know keeps up with it or not, but that dude was a fan in the nineties. Yep. You can easily tell. And at this point in time, former WWE champion. Rob, yes. Right. Yeah, like he's fresh off of his biggest run. Yep. You could say. Yep. Um, check out our previous episodes. Yes, yes. You do that. Actually and also a- check out Rob against Jack Perry. That was amazing. Um, it was. <laughs> let's, not, let's not bridge over that. Like, Rob that and was Jack so Perry much fun. was one of the most um, fun experiences I've had watching Dynamite in a little bit. Yeah. Besides from watching it live, yeah. obviously, like in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, that was like really fun. I, it was because you your expectations are so low because it's a fifty year old Rob. And also, Van Dam. you and I could both say that we both like grew up loving oh, yeah. Rob Van Dam. Like Rob Van Dam is like seminal in my childhood. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it 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 was a lot. You know what I mean? Like once because me, I was a big Jeff Hardy fan as well. But once and he disappeared, and then RVD shows up, and that's like that's Jeff Hardy extreme. Yeah, this is the dude. He's so much better than Jeff Hardy. Like I couldn't wait for RVD to be in a wrestling game. And when he came out in... Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth? Oh, okay. they did him perfectly. Like, yeah. he was one of the best-looking models. Yeah. They got his attires down perfectly, and then not even to mention, like, all of his moves. Yeah. Every last one Everything. of Rob's moves were Everything in the game. Everything was there. And it was fantastic. The only thing that I didn't like, uh, and they probably still do it to this day, is when he does his five-star frog splash. Selling. His selling. And, like, people oh, well, will Tyler, kick out. He says it right here. Oh, he does it on knobs, and then he tells everyone, I gotta make a cover, but I might have knocked out three of my ribs, so I hold my ribs. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know I, just, I just like how he, he delivered it. He's like, might have knocked out my ribs. So I hold my ribs. <laughs> like, no shit, Rob. Yeah, no way. You want to hold your head? <laughs> um, but like, in in that game, sometimes you won't get the pin because it took so long and like they would actually recover. It wasn't so much of a... I can't even remember that. I thought it was a part of the oh, whole move. It, it was. It was a part of the whole move. But it's almost like they didn't account for the recovery time of the NPC oh. while he was doing the selling. <laughs> and when he'd go over, it just... Sometimes they would just kick out and it was a for sure finish. It's a game I'd play again. My God, I love that game. Yeah. I mean, Here Comes Pain was my favorite one. Yeah, but there's something different about Shut Your Mouth. That's fair. Something different. That's fair. I mean, there was a lot of firsts in that game. Yeah. For uh, you know, Brock Lesnar, RVD, you had the cool and Jeff- gameplay. Yeah. Man. It was yeah. like, so SmackDown just bring it sucked. Yes. Yes. It's yes. fucking it looked amazing for the time. Yeah. And like, you know what? I bet you like I'd have a little bit of fun playing it. You know, like the walls of Jericho on the ladder. That mm. was super cool. Yeah. Going yeah. through the crowd was cool. The Jerry great Lynn. graphics was cool. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it was cool. It was a cool game, but it sucked. It was really bad, and it ate half your memory card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like um, SmackDown Shut Your Mouth is like Smack... <coughs> it's it's like SmackDown 2, you know? It's like it took PS1 that long to finally get a good WWF game yeah. to the last fucking game in the cycle. Yeah. And then we got two games into the cycle. We got SmackDown Shut Your Mouth, which is like, to me, like, it's like, oh, man. This is like where SmackDown Two should have left off. Like it's fucking I get good, that. you know. Yeah. Like now, mind you, I will say I did like the original SmackDown game. Me too, but it was SmackDown Two usurps it in many SmackDown ways. SmackDown One was incomplete. Like just bring yes. it, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they just yeah. rushed that thing out. It's like, oh god, we got a license with THQ and Ukes. Like let's fucking go. Yeah. Like yeah, shit, let's get something out, and then we'll put out the full game in six months. I didn't understand that. Like yeah. the concept behind Warzone and Attitude. Yeah. How, like, they put out the games, like, six months between each other, but, like, Warzone is, like, a year dated. It's yeah. like the Fight Forever game. Like, the roster in Warzone is as outdated as the as, roster yeah. in Fight Forever. I mean, you got Bret Hart, British uh, Bulldog. Davey, yeah. Um, you got, like, 12 wrestlers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, like, Mankind's outdated. Triple H is outdated. Yeah, he was wearing his shirt at this Sean's point Sean's still in the game. Yeah. You know, like, shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, 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 I remember... Seeing like because like the cover of Warzone that was in the Sears catalog was different. Had Kane. It had Kane had and Kane. a fire background. That's so cool. I got. I'm looking that up. Right I don't know now. if it was uh like le- any kind of legit placeholder one, but like yeah, like it was. It was so weird to see that that Kane was there, and I just remember being so enamored with Kane because Kane was so new at the time. I, well, and and by so new, I mean like, I mean probably a year. Right, and I wanted to play as Kane. I was like, "Mom, ask the person at Sears if Kane is in the game," because I I don't want it if Kane's not in the game. And why wouldn't he be? His fucking face was on the cover that was being displayed there. You know, like of course he's there. Yeah, it's not here. No, Hank. Like I swear to God, like I I, I believe you, you. I know, I know you believe. It's me, just like you've seen it. Like I wish that. What was it? The nineteen ninety eight Sears catalog. Uh, Warzone King. Oh, shit. So okay, if you want to do that, that would be like June of '98. I think Warzone came out. 
Like June of ninety eight the game came out. Let's see. Oh my god, dude. You find it? The wish books are here online. Nah, nah. Don't even fucking tell me that, Tyler. I, I'm, okay. I won't tell you. Are you serious? The yeah, wish books I'm, are on there? Yeah, dude. What? <laughs> so a wish book is a, a Sears catalog. And Sears is a an outlet store, I guess. I think Sears is, is mo- was most places at the time. That's fair. But, I mean, I could be wrong. I like now, mind you. Now, will I be able to find the page I'm looking for in the Sears catalog? Fuck, who knows? Wishbook ninety eight. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Wishbook ninety eight. Um, fuck. Found the wrestling page. Page one eighty five. No fucking way. I gotta see this, man. What? Oh my god. What? Look yeah. at Jimmy Snuka and Andre. Yeah, these are pretty fucking cool. What are they, what are they called? Um, the Legends? Slammer H. Slammer Special Editions. There was an Austin, Undertaker, uh, Andre, and Snooker, and they're really much better than the Bendums that they had back in the day. Oh, 100%, yeah. The Bendums were fucking garbage. Um, let's see. Now, there's also a Roswell Ring. I'm just looking for the video game page. What if I did this? Oh, here's the Hulk Hogan uh, Sting Bendums. Oh, yeah, and I have the, the, the Sting Boy now, and DDP, the, uh, the uh, Bash... Brash and Brawl wrestlers. Just 25 bucks. Hey, now they're probably like $100 if you wanted to buy one. I paid 80 bucks for two. Like, I know I mean if, like, they made a new one. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. Inflation's a fucking bitch. Is there the off chance that maybe there was, like, a photo of Kane just, like, amongst the advertising stuff? I don't, I don't think so. Because you, t- you said the story before, and it's gotten me curious because it's, like, total lost media. Like, yeah. it is... Like, you know, really is though. It is very lost media. It is this this is lost media right here. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it, it's one of those things I wish wish I could find. Is there a Warzone prototype cover? Is there a Warzone Japanese cover? I don't right. think so though because like you'd see it. You would have seen it by now after like all those exhaustive searches. See now like I'm looking at it here, right? The 1998 Christmas Wish Book catalog has two different covers. Was there two different video, two different versions? And so does Warzone. Coincidence? Whoa. Damn. Two hours later. Okay. Anyways, now that we have exhausted the search for the long lost cane, apparently Warzone photo that is nowhere to be found anymore that I am 100% positive ever existed. I hope that that audio is unedited. We... Unfiltered. <laughs> Three minutes of silence. Unedited, and uncut, raw. Raw. You Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Listen, I can hear you breathing. Um, RVD, though, no, he would, uh, he would uh, send Danny out uh, with a duck and boost. Danny would get hurt. Medics would come. He would leave on a stretcher. Uh, RVD then uh, gives out finishing moves to everybody. Bean having a power slam. Dustin with a DDT. Todd with a sunset flip, and he is not happy about it. He's like, what? That's what you want me? I thought he was trying to get him to do a code red at first. (laughs) Can you imagine? Fucking Panama City Sunrise or something, too. Uh, But then Trishel, what's that move that he gives Trishel? Some sort of submission, right? Yeah, like, it's not an STO, it's not... 
Isn't like a regal stretch. It might be. It might be a regal stretch, but it's like it's hard to explain. Where you just you're stood up and you go backwards and you grab them by the arm and your the head and you wrench them back. Oh, it's um, it's like chancery. Is it a last chancery or something like that? It's front chancery. Front chancery. Is that maybe. front chancery? I could, I, that, I, 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 I could fuck with that. I could fuck with that, but that's what he gives her as a finishing move. Uh, she has a little bit of trouble with it. I thought it was for flattery. Like, it was for, like, oh, look at the cleavage. Look at that. I mean, oh. that wouldn't shock me at all. That wouldn't shock me at all. Um, but, you know, we get to the Battle Royal. You know, it, it's it's a Battle Royal with, with what, four people because Danny can't make it. Um, so, I mean. This, why did this episode make the cut? Like, other than Rob Van Dam being there. Yeah. This episode progresses nothing. It doesn't. I, I suppose we'll, we we can like get to it right after. I mean, the, I mean, it 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 at the time of the episode's airing, it does progress it, but then immediately the next week, it's it's undid, uh, because basically because Danny Bonaducci is not there, right? Like he he's he's given the send off, you know. Uh, Hogan he tells uh, Trishel that she's brave. Uh, Eric says Dustin uh, didn't bring anything new, and neither did this whole episode. Jimmy says being flopped around like a big whale. Nobody had any, anything really say. And at this point in time, Jimmy is starting to become Simon Cowell, and I love it. He talks shit about Butterbean. It was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, Hogan would ultimately say, you know, everybody is hurt, so Danny, you're a jabroni. Don't you ever step foot in my ring again. The absolute Jesse Sorensen-like behavior from Hulk Hogan here. <laughs> Why Jesse Sorensen? Well, this man gets absolutely fucking beaten oh, on oh. our fucking bodied on our dime. I thought you were saying Hulk Hogan's being Jesse Thornton. See you later. No, yeah. this is like total Jesse Sorensen like behavior. Don't Just forget like, your Letterman jacket on the way out. Yeah. Would you like your football, sir? <laughs> Catch. Oh, forgot you got a broken neck. <coughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Karma would come to Zima Ion many years later with his uh, ruptured appendix in Me- Mexico. Oh shit! Yeah. No, that's right. I remember that. I remember that. And now he's a main roster. Oh, he's WWE. balanced out now. He, yeah. His, his karma's balanced WWE. out. He's good. Yeah. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Everyone's it's gonna think I'm like yang. some sort of new new age hippie. You are. He Am lives. I? He lives in a tent. He uh, if little things you don't know, but Travis, he doesn't shower. He wears uh, uh what's what's your uh, deodorant? It's not real deodorant. It's uh, it's uh, it's um, it's Elon Musk. <laughs> Man, that was that must be why Danielle's with you, the Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Uh, but in the next episode uh, starts off with Todd and Dustin getting into an argument. Um, Dustin sounds like a little bitch. I mean, God rest his soul, but Dustin does come across like quite the little yeah. baby. He's like Danny Bonaducci walks in and he's like, I'm going to tell Hogan. Like with all respect to Dustin, God rest his soul. Yeah. The dude died so tragically. Like fuck's sakes. Yeah. I remember hearing about Just that like, man. The like, worst cancer ever. That was like, um, three or four years ago? right around the Brody death. Yeah. I remember yeah. it was close around yeah. that time. I think so. It was like still COVID and stuff, right? Yeah. But, like, he announced that he had this, like, crazy cancer, and then he died, like, four days later. Something like that, yeah. Fucking wild. Crazy. Probably kept it secret for a long time. I would assume so. I I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, either way, yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad. I mean, 
he was a little bitch for most of this season. So, I mean, take it what you will. Yeah. Uh, never seen his porno though. Maybe fucks good. I uh, I was watching. So I watch a lot of uh, I don't know weird YouTube videos. I guess. Okay. And, um, so I watched like this uh, thing. This channel, blame it on Jorge. Oh yeah, I've seen. He that. does the lost me- lost media videos, yeah. right? Yeah. So it was a piece of lost media where uh, Dustin Diamond teaches you how to play chess. Oh. So Dustin Diamond is doing this video with an actual chess instructor, but the chess instructor is playing with Dustin, right? Okay. So Dustin is like the person he's doing his moves on, mm-hmm. right? And like Dustin's doing like his worst Krusty the Clown impression, you know, like like legit or is he just. Like unintentional, okay, like unintentional. total like washed up behavior and shit like that. Like oh, he, he's doing oh. he's doing like uh, really out of touch Asian jokes and impersonations mm-hmm. and like um, like you know like turban wearing shit oh, and stuff, yeah. right? So it's like total. And then I guess what would happen is this would pop back up, like the domain would reopen about Dustin Diamond chess and all this kind of shit right and it would reopen i think like the thing was like fucking a hundred bucks or like some absurd thing like not a hundred bucks that's that's hyperbolizing maybe like 48 dollars 50 bucks to 60 dollars for this fucking videotape okay of dust and diamond teaching you how to play chess really and now like the domain's like erase gone obviously because he's passed on they probably don't want something yeah. that's kind of like so like is that media out there now or is it considered lost i mean yeah, it's considered lost because okay. the domain's gone and now you can't buy it anywhere. So whoever okay. has it, has it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So what you're saying is, I was planning... You want to uh, review Dustin Diamond no, Plays Chess? No, I was going to try to get a clip and plug it in when you are saying like the things he was saying. I was like, ah, fuck. Because that's why you see me go over and split it because I wanted to find a... They have a place where I can put it. Well, hold on. There might be. like There might be like a, cl- a clip. Oh, yeah, there's a, a one-minute clip on YouTube. Okay, dope. Hello, and welcome to Sounds Dustin good. Diamond Teaches Chess. That can work for me. If you haven't guessed it yet, I'm Dustin Diamond. Oh, boy, it's filmed with a... Not only will this chess video teach you how to play the game, but also we'll be going over <laughs> some important chess concepts, such as time, space, material, development, initiative, wow. and more. It's bad, eh? But we've yeah. also got a special guest on this video. He's Fair an enough. internationally rated senior chess master. And this channel is called Dustin Diamond Love. What do you think? It has 170 subscribers. Yes, I like. I like very much. Show us more. Does anyone see what I would do to finish off black in this position? Wow. And it's going. Well, it's clear to me that pawn takes nine is four. He's got fake teeth. Yeah, yeah, I get the goal of the game. I'm supposed to checkmate that guy without getting this guy checkmated, right? Somebody get me a chair. That's interesting, hey? Wow, fair enough. Hey? So you're going to splice that into the... Probably, yeah. Can we watch Dustin Diamond behind the bell and review it on the show? The fuck is behind the bell? I've seen that. What is that? I think it's him probably dishing out all the Saved by the Bell beef. I thought it was going to be the wrestling bell. <laughs> no! Oh. Oh, no. Come on. We, we should just, like, turn this into a Saved by the Bell podcast real quick. I mean, just, like, nip it right in the bud. Just, like, do that quick transfer because we got the ring bell and Saved by the Bell. It's like all in canon, right? I guess. I guess. Come on, we can review each episode of the college years. Oh my Jesus Christ. Yeah, why don't we do fucking a full deep dive in Twin Peaks do while we're at it? 
feel like those two are things are not even close. <laughs> There's like no substance no, to I Saved by the Bell. I don't, I don't mean that they're the same. I just mean there's like something so far-fetched that we would do. Right? Okay. Like, I know, I know. I'm, jo- I'm, like, I'm absolutely just like fucking totally joking. But I will say I can't. I'm going to download tonight the demo for the fan-made Twin Peaks Into the, into the Light demo. And I'm gonna what a beautiful trailer that is! Oh, it's so much love and care. That is a passionate that. project. Yeah, and I cannot wait. Like it's a, it's a. It e- eats at me that I am a console gamer when these things come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eats yeah. At me. I mean, and 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 you know what? Um, it shouldn't be too hard to play. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully one of these days, maybe if it ever comes out on uh, uh, Linux. I can bring over my Steam Deck and just plug it into your TV and we'll just play some fucking Into the Light. Maybe I'll download it on Daniel's Mac. I'm, it might have a Mac one now. I don't know. It's possible. I know that I've, uh, I've only seen a Windows version of it and it didn't have a Linux yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is. I have a Google a laptop. I have a Google. Oh, yeah. I suppose, yeah. You wouldn't be able to put that on there. No. Damn. Damn. I guess it's just let's plays for you. Try it on my mini PC, my little hey, my, my little what? cube, my it's, little cube. It's my. it's a PlayStation One game. You know what I mean? I should like house my little mini PC in a clear bubble. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It'd be an alien. Yeah, it'd be a UFO. It'd be a UFO. A no, what? No, a no, UAP. Not, yes, a UAP. Yes, it, it's it's uh, was it a aerial UAP? No, a oh uh, aerial. It's uh, not what you think it is. No, it's not. It's not like unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah, un- it's um unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Anomalous phenomenon. Yeah, anomalous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love yeah, it. Let's not start talking about aliens. No, okay? maybe that's, maybe that's the one thing that you don't want this podcast to turn into. You but, don't want this podcast to turn into Travis just but like do we? rambling. This is this is what I'm going <laughs> to put out. Is this the time? Is this, this the is, time? This is what I'm going to put out in the ether. Okay. If this, if we should do a series on aliens, okay? Well, would anyone listen? Are you asking? You asking the folks? Yes. So I need you guys, uh, whether you listen, whether you're in like the Suplex City Limits Facebook group, the closed one, um, if you want to see us talk about aliens for at least one week, let us know. Find a way. Tyler and I have had um, carrier pigeon every single week when we watch Dynamite. We have a, a rather um, we have a lengthy discussion about, about aliens, the, the alien I, stuff. I don't know. Maybe we should probably record it. Maybe, perhaps. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we will. If if anybody gets a hold of us about aliens, let me know. Let me know. If aliens get a hold of us, but if aliens, aliens get a hold of us, you never. Did seen you me watch again. the Tom DeLonge videos I sent you last of night? Course I did. Of did you watch part two? I didn't know there was a part two. Oh, dude, part two is where like. What he says. Okay, I didn't know there was a part two. I just watched part one. You only sent me part one. Well, I know. I just figured you like clue <laughs> put two and two together. Yeah. Not nine o'clock at night when I'm starting. I'm sorry. Start. I watched part one and then I watched part two and I'm like, oh, this is grim, dude. This is savage. Yeah. And then uh, Russ Colhart came out today and said um, everyone should trust Tom DeLong. Today. Yeah. Who's yeah. and who's Russ Colhart? He wrote a very, uh, a very well written and well received book on UFOs and the UFO phenomenon, okay. and he's the guy that inf- interviewed David Grush. On David that- Grush. Grush. 
David Grush? David Grush. Yeah. Grush, sorry. The Grush. the Waco guy? No, David Grush, the current whistleblower. The guy oh, that's currently... Oh, oh, he's oh. Ta- he went under oath in front of um, Congress. I thought you were saying he was the guy that interviewed... David, like, if this dude's David lying Grush. about aliens, he's literally going to jail. Literally going to jail well, if he lies. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to lie under oath, but... Anyways, if you want more of that, let us know. Let Tyler know. Let us know. One of these days, maybe aliens will come and be a guest. If we are friends with the aliens, maybe they'll be friends with us. Maybe we can get Tom on. Maybe. I doubt it. Highly, but maybe. Sometimes he seems a little crazy enough that he might just He's gotten on a lot of random shows on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe we're about five years too late, though. We could be. We could be. Because 2017 seemed to be the hot point for that when Tooth of Stars was launching. And and the new Blink-182 tour, I'm sure, takes up a lot of stuff. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, they are filming a music video right now. I guess. There was a green sticker, yeah. Green no, screen. and then there's a, a director came out that he had a clickboard. Oh, okay. That uh, Blink-182, and it was this date, so, yeah. This date? Oh, oh, like today's date. Like, within the last, like, three days. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, anyways, back to the celebrities. I'm sorry. We might, like, I mean, they might as well be alien to wrestling. You know what I mean? That's see. Is Rodzilla an alien? I think I, he might. I think be. he might be. I think, think Rodzilla might, might be an alien. He's pretty weird looking, you know, like a little odd in the in, in, in everything. Uh, but uh, this episode is when they decide to bring the crew to a junkyard to learn about hardcore matches, and the first person we see is Eric Bischoff. And I thought it was just so apropos that Eric Bischoff is talking about the hardcore matches in a junkyard. Because of the WCW junkyard match. I know, I know. And then Brian probably being in the junkyard match, right? He was a hardcore guy in 2000. Yeah, because he couldn't do anything else. Oh, God, I love it. I I just like... um... (laughs) I think Terry Funk was in that match. Finley, probably. Yeah. yeah. Haku, probably. All these people, Haku probably was changing. Norman Screamy. Uh, Screaming Norman Screamy. My favorite. My favorite, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was pretty good. Um... But yeah, no, they would. Uh, so they this would. isn't where they choose to put Rob Van Dam in the hardcore territory. I feel like they got their uh, their cameos mixed up because I feel like the guy for the, for this episode as a cameo would be great for finishers. I feel like Goldberg. I feel like um, I feel like uh, the gynecologist kid would probably do better. It's fine. We can talk about Goldberg. We're on the episode. If we, you know what I mean? We, it's fine. We, feel can, like, we can say Goldberg. I feel like if Bill Dozer could have, like, <laughs> been as the finisher guy, it would have been better. Uh, I, you know, now, now that you say it, you know, it probably is better that uh, Bob Greenberg would have been the finisher guy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because, <laughs> like, that is all he has. But then at the same time, though, RBD has done a great job at moving away from hardcore. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the way that they uh, (laughs) talk about Rob on the show, you could tell that, like, Hulk never really gave a shit shit about him. Gave a shit. Gave a shit about him. I was totally doing it in past tense, right? Yeah. Same thing with uh, Brian Knobs. Like, Brian Knobs is like, yeah, Rob Van Dam is the best finisher guy in the sport. I mean, he's not wrong, though. Well, but he's like, he's got so many finishers, and he's like, he's got one. 
He's got one he, fucking finisher. He has one finisher. And then one guy. But he has many signatures. I think Eric eventually says that he has signature moves. Yeah. But, like, Hulk and Brian keep going on this whole thing about him having, like, fucking finishers and finishers yeah. and finishers and finishers. It's like, dude, he's only had one fucking finisher. Well, you know what? That Actually, I can give you one more. The Van Daminator? The Van Terminator. The Van Crushinator? Which one's the Van Crushinator? Van Assassinator! Fuck. Rob Van Dam! Oh, heaven show! <laughs> it's the worst wrestling song ever. No, it's not. I fucking hate it. I love it. I love it. Um, but no, like the Van Terminator, <laughs> the coast to coast one with the table with the chair. Yeah, Shane McMahon was yep. steal. I know. Uh, well, yeah, you know, Shane McMahon would steal it. Uh, so like that one, you can say is a finisher because he would finish people off with it. But yes, um, whether or not. Hogan looks at Rob Van Dam in any kind of light. It is very easy to say Van Dam has a lot of moves that only him and him alone are known for. I think the monkey flip from the corner, the rolling thunder, spinning leg drop, spinning leg drop, body Jack Perry. <laughs> Fuck. From the apron, just fucking sent his soul straight down. Oh, no, no. Rob Van Dam has the most dynamic uh, signature moves in in wrestling. Yeah, especially at this point in time. At this point in time. And, you know, I would say, like, easily you could put him in the group amongst everyone, right? Like, very dynamic. Like, the Young Bucks have a lot. Yes, the Bucks are definitely up there as well. Yeah. They're two people, though. That's true. Okay, Kenny Omega has a lot. Kenny does have a lot, but he's yeah. inhuman. <laughs> he's Canadian. Yeah, you're right. Kenny might be an alien. Kenny might be an alien. He's an alien to the States. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, you're totally right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, that um, would say he lives there illegally, right? So, anyways, we're talking about the junkyard here. Yeah. And, um, anyways, they talk about all this kind of stuff about the weapons and all this kind of bullshit, but. Let's get into the meat and potatoes because Danny Bonaducci shows up and he says he's fine, not injured, and not eliminated. Yeah. And that's some fucking CM Until Punk. I hear it from Hogan himself or Mr. Hulk Hogan himself. This is some CM Punk energy oh, here, I tell you what. This is, this I, I am CMP? not eliminated. I am CMP not energy. hurt. No, I am not hurt. You are not allowed in this house. <laughs> I don't care what my boss said. I don't care what Hulk said. You're not allowed in this You're house. You're not allowed. <laughs> I don't care if you run all the talent. I run you, Mr. Ryan Dan. Ziegler, get out of here. You're not allowed. <laughs> Ryan Ziegler. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> There's Ryan no Ziegler. Ryans allowed. Yeah, this is a no Ryan club. We already got Ryan Ward. I'm just kidding. I don't even know if Ryan Ward's an AEW. No, Ryan Ward is a uh, SmackDown writer, is he not? I think he, like, is not with the company. Oh, anymore. no, you don't think he's I don't think he anymore? is, but uh, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. But anyway, he yeah. was, like, giving the keys to NXT at one point in time. All f- yeah, and that was the good years. Yeah. But, yeah, all fun aside on um, on that, anyways, because it's pretty timely, anyways. But, uh, yeah, Danny goes to Hulk's trailer. Like, he walks right up there to Hulk's fucking trailer. He and pleads Dustin his case. is following right Dustin behind him. Dustin follows him because he doesn't want anything to get misconstrued or anything like this. And it, it, it's like, I'm like, man, is this, like, this punk and fucking, like, Kenny or something like that? Punk and, like, Matt? Just, like... Oh, I'm going to follow Sam Punk and see what he says to Uncle Tone. And Hulk has no time for Screech. No, no. And like Danny Bonaducci literally got eliminated last week. Hulk is like listening to him. He's engaged. And Dustin comes up and he's like, 
all the boys don't want him here. And Hulk's like, get the fuck out of my face. He's like, listen, I'm busy. This better be important. If Mark if Paul Gossler came up and asked me about this, I might give him the time of day. Hell, even Mario Lopez. But yeah. you? Oh, brother, you're a jabroni. Did you know I know Metallica on a personal level? Get out of my lot. <laughs> Get off of my fucking gravel, bro. Get off my property. <laughs> this is my trailer. Go away. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they, they would then, uh, interweave the, okay. First Danny is allowed back. Uh, they would interweave the three moves of the week and that's a hit to the back, hit to the head and hit to the gut with weapons. Of course. Um, just, just at least, at least they were like first with the back. It's like, oh, okay. It's being pretty protective. Yeah. You know, hit to the gut. Okay, yeah, that's being pretty smart. And then they just cold clock him with fucking chair shots. Dude, Butterbean takes fucking chair shots like a champ. Like, right, and you could see just like uh, uh, Trishel's eyes just like, what the fuck? Right? Because isn't this the episode where she's like, no, I'm not doing any of this? She's yeah. Like, no. no. Yeah, I'm it's, good. it's um, yeah, her, 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 whether or not she's fully in is a big thing in this yes episode. that is the overarching thing here is like is Trishel in it to win it and the answer is no um i'm sure that she only knows who hulk hulk hogan is and hulk hogan alone right like she's there for the money because let's face it all she ever did was the real world so there's no money in the real world she playboy she did do playboy and she also did some the challenge dukes of hazard uh, yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah. Not the, not 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 the not successful the one. Theater one. No, not the successful. Uh, one. She was naked in one movie too. I can't Duke's remember. Dukes Hazard. Uh, she also played strip poker at Ron Jeremy in Surreal Life. And if you do that, I feel like you're probably. Um, What's the odds she she sucked his dick? Eh? What are the odds? Well, I would say the <laughs> odds are pretty high, Tyler. I'd say too. I'd say too. <laughs> anyway, the surreal life is like ultimate low. Like if you're on the surreal life and you get asked to be on there, you should probably be like, "Oh, yeah." Like really? Well, I am hard up for money. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Danny gets hit with a trash can. He loses his goddamn mind. He starts hitting himself a bunch. He stomps. He yells. Has a temper tantrum. Uh, but yeah, this is when Goldberg shows up and. Uh, it was just, you know, uh, gives them motivation, motivation, uh, body slams Danny Bonaduce a little too hard, uh, but on purpose. But I mean, that's the Bill Goldberg way. He takes a few chair shots cold to the head, letting Danny Bonaduce just widely sling him, swing him. And he says he went to every match like his life depended on it. He didn't want any time to go back and be disappointed himself. When That's he why he absolutely destroyed Bret Hart at Star <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. I was thinking more along the lines. fucking destroyed him. He thought that Bret was coming for his life. He's like, this guy's a sharpshooter. He's got a gun. See, <laughs> He's was... the hitman. He's going to kill me. <laughs> My name is Hitberg. Dale Hitberg. Um, but uh, it's, 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 I thought it, I'm the French kiss demon. Fuck. 
<laughs> fuck. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, my brain went a completely other different route because I was like, okay, well, this guy he must have been. Uh, he must have tried to not be disappointed, but was disappointed every time he went back because, like, I've never been not disappointed in a Goldberg match. Um, but once you said that, I was like, oh no, yeah, that makes more sense. He was trying to behead Bret Hart. Off with his head. With your brother you go. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Oh. I. That was gross. Yeah. Nah. I've I've said grosser. I was talking about Smith, you know, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he looked like he smelled like stale cigarettes. So. Not Smith. Dean. I'm sorry, Dean. Dean. Oh, Smith Hart does look like he's. Well, Bruce also, like, yeah, to Bruce you go. Uh, Bruce, Bruce, though, you know what? I don't think stale cigarettes is what Bruce okay. smells, smells like. Smells like David Benoit. He, <laughs> I don't know what David Benoit smells like. Like uh, Bruce Hart. <laughs> Does Bruce Hart smell like David Benoit? <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, Dave, Bruce Hart, to me, looks as if um, he's got a tinge of, you know, beer, right? Like old, I was drunk last night. Right, or well, I was drunk twelve hours ago, but also with that, you know, there's. I think there would be a little bit of of weed, right? And then there's also the overpowering stale cigarettes. But he's he's like a, uh, you know, a, a more uh, defined, maybe refined. You think he maybe polishes leather jackets oil? It always smells like shoe polish. Maybe could be, could very well be. It smells like a greaser. Well, you know, like, yeah, you know the smell of oil on somebody's hands. It doesn't really go. That's that's there, too. You know, like, you hold hands with, with Bruce Hart, and your hands smell like motor oil. He mightn't have worked on a car that day, but they smell like motor oil. Yeah. Scorched engine oil. Yeah. Yeah. Smelly stuff. And weed, cigarettes, and booze. So, watch now. This guy has never smoked, drank, nothing in his life. Kids, ah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anybody can hear it, and they're just like, "What the fuck are these guys?" I thought doing? That, that was a woo girl for a moment. Oh, I, I mean, that wouldn't surprise Whee! me either. This side of town, that wouldn't. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, but no, this. Uh, we have a tag team match, so just broken up into two matches here. Um, outside of just like the battle royal, we've got a tag team match with uh, fuck, what was it, Trishel. Todd P. Uh, Trishel and Dennis would be on a team, and Todd Mean Bean would be on a team. Yes. And there will be so much fucking aluminum in the ring between all the fucking trash can lids and the trash cans. Like, my fucking God. There was not one wrestling move in this match. Not one. It was fucking terrible. It was just... Like, can we just say that Rodzilla and Trish won? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. This is when Todd, though, you would get thrown over and just do great, great fucking, like, ducking, ducking... Duck and Boost, I think is what they were called. Duck and Boost. Yeah. Duck and Quack. Yeah, and then at the same time, too, the Falls Count Anywhere match, you know, I thought it was okay. You know, they would brawl to the back. Um, they would do something that they've never done on this show before. So it was it was a little bit interesting, right? And you it get was to fine. See, you get to see some of the background. Things Dusty like, gets sent through a wall. Danny gets sent uh, through a wall. The, the locker room is literally a f- two false walls, three false walls. It's not a real locker room. It's just a stage set made to look like a locker room. Uh, and it's literally five steps away from the ring. So that's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Long way, long journey to go. Yeah, it's a long way to top if you want to rock and roll, baby. Um, but yeah, the match was fine. Uh, elimination. Todd gets praised for going over the top. Uh, Jimmy blows smoke off Robin's ass saying that he was unbelievable. 
Uh, Hogan then asked Trishel if she gave it her all, and she answers quick, no. Fucking all that in a can of pork and beans, baby. Yeah. And then, you know, jabroni is Trishel. Trishel is a jabroni. Yeah. She's a jabroni. She's a jabroni. That's what I tells you. Um, yeah, I mean, episode episode seven shows up. Uh, you, you People s- hate Dennis to start because now he's a uh, he's bad attitude, late, sniffing people. So it's Chicago Bulls, Dennis yeah. Rodman. Yeah. Late, bad attitude. Wow, you expected anything? Yeah. What more else? More out of this guy. This fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, you know the a big thing about this is Butterbean and his problems with Dennis and how he's going to fucking stiff him back if he does anything anymore. You know what uh, Brutus has to say about this, though? <laughs> uh, yeah, you yeah. do? You do? Okay. Yeah. If someone bangs you hard, you got to bang them hard back. What well, the fuck, well, dude? What I have wrote, written down is, if you bang me real hard, I'll bang you back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, fucking, that's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you bang me real hard, <laughs> I'll, I'll bang, bang you back. back. <laughs> Man, what a fucking guy, dude. He's tremendous. And then, and then okay, we, we get to out the new moves this week, and we got an arm drag. Arm drag. Yes, a... A basic chop. Yes. And a, as Hulk Hogan says, um, hyphen HH, brother, um, the move that all the kids want to talk about is the body slam. Yeah. All the kids, all the kids want to talk about the body slam. They don't want to fucking talk about a springboard stunner. They don't want to no. talk about a, a melter driver no. or a six. Well, I mean, this 30. is 2008. They don't want to talk about an FU. They don't want to talk about a Batiste bomber, a spine no, buster. They, they don't want to talk about, talk about anything cool Shelton Benjamin did in the Money in the Bank. They want to talk about a GTS. They don't want to talk about a burning hammer. They want to talk about a fucking body slam. I was gonna say, I was like. I think we understand, Travis. That sorry, sorry, I got really <laughs> worked up. It's okay, it's okay. I was like, "How long is he planning to go with other moves?" I was like, astonished that more moves kept on coming. Like, like a thousand. I was gonna do like about a thousand moves that are more. Uh, where's your fucking list? Where are you hiding that? Is it in your computer? It's in you my computer. You should limit, see the list of the docs that list? I got. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus. There's thousands of moves there. Um, you copy and paste like a king, bro. Uh, I just copied and pasted the uh, Fire Pro Wrestling moveset. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wikipedia moves list. Yeah. Copy and paste is probably like 15,000 there. Body slam. Body slam one. Body yeah, slam yeah. two. Body two, slam three. One-handed credenzel. A two-handed credenzel. A three-handed credenzel. A four-handed credenzel. A five-handed credenzel. Multi-dozen hand credenzel. A double-team double-hand credenzel. credenzel. Orgy credential. Octopus credential. <laughs> Where's your credentials? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just noticed, as you went to go say it, I was like, I didn't say credential. I said credential. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me, man. Just a silly bitch. Uh, Hogan, though, would also say that the body slam, you know, he's talking about it, and how, you know, I lifted up Andre the Giant, who was over 700 pounds at the time. He's like, dude... Dude, was Did he... you even lift up Yoko, who was like 400 at the time? Oh, just just the worst. This guy just would lie about anything to anybody. Uh, then it becomes a contest to fucking body slam Butterbean. And What's this, the fucking Lux Express? I know, right? Well, Hulk Hogan's not going to do it, though. Yeah, okay. So this is the thing. 
This is the thing that I thought was so fucking hilarious, is that everyone goes to fucking body slam this guy, except for Brian Knobs and Hulk Hogan. They get Brutus in on this thing. They bury the fuck out of Brutus. Brutus, this is why you work out every day. Put your muscles to use. Knobs won't even try, but no. he fucking roasts. He does actually give it a, a, a quick attempt. Okay, but he does not try. No, like, oh, no, no, no. He goes down and just like, no. No, not doing it. Hulk Hogan, who lifted a 700-pound, 7-foot man in front of 190,000 people yep. in 1987, yep. in front of the Pope himself, yep. could not lift up yep. Butterbean. Who, you know what? <coughs> Had a fucking WrestleMania match against Bart Gunn. Yep. Hulk Hogan, did you have a WrestleMania match against Bart Gunn? No, you didn't. Hulk Hogan, have you ever knocked out a man at WrestleMania? Have Hulk you? Hogan, have you ever knocked out Steve Williams? Have could you even? Yeah. Could you make Steve Williams snore? Could you? No. Really don't think so. No. Fuck, I really don't no. think so. And you definitely wouldn't have been able to do it like you did back in the day in front of two hundred and eighty thousand people in Athens, Greece. So, if that means that he wouldn't be able to beat Butterbean in front of five hundred thousand people in front of North Korea, then I don't think he'd be able to butter body slam him. You know, no. like I really don't think so. No, no, definitely not, definitely not. And then chastises everybody for not being able to do it. Basically, unbelievable just behavior. Doesn't even try. This fucking this should have piece been wh- of shit. This should have been Eric Bischoff's bit. Being yep. a total smarmy piece of shit. Yeah, but this but is Eric, just Hogan being Hogan, though. Eric cannot stop reading from his format every time you see him on television. Because he's a producer on If the he's show. on television, he's reading his format. And yeah. it's like, dude, could you have not edited this better to, like, show Eric actually, like, engaging with these people and not just reading from uh, a fucking stapled all, set of sheets? All Eric is a goddamn format. Like, fucking... I, I don't like it. I was really waiting for like episode eight to be like, look, we tore up the format for them. <laughs> when, they're, when they're rehearsing that match, that's like 20 pages long. page match or whatever. And I'm just like waiting for Brian or like Mark Madden to show up and look, come up and like tear the format and be like, look, yeah. we're just doing a shoot, brother. What's, what's up with all these old timers telling them fucking to, to go over their matches with that's a fine tooth comb? I thought that that was like the pot calling the kettle fucking yeah, black yeah, right I did there. not expect when, when they got all these fucking layouts for matches I was like you motherfuckers dude like and then at the end of it they're like we're gonna call it in the ring like what wait you're gonna call it in the ring what, what? You, you... when in actuality they did like the most basic five moves it's like yeah I mean the 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 pages and rehearsing is almost like the level of like what Bailey and Sasha Banks at like fucking take over Brooklyn but you know what like, though that match is phenomenal though yes that's but the like, thing Rehearsed. Yeah. Completely rehearsed. But you know right? what? I don't give a fuck. You re- rehearse the match all you want. I don't care. <coughs> I don't care either. I think it's cool, though, that, like, people can go with her and call it. Yes. Like, that is more impressive. Do I find it... Do I chuckle in my head when I heard that DDP couldn't not rehearse his matches or, like, have it planned out for yeah. him 100%? Yeah, I find that kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, I do. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. That's like... Maybe that's why he struggled so hard in WWE. Look, I don't know. Like, if you ask me, like, if I'm going to give an analogy, it's like, um, it's like me working and having to use a recipe every time I cook. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, really? Like, I'm no better than a home cook. Yeah. Whereas, like, I know you can't... Comp- it's apples to oranges, yeah. but at the no, same no, no, time... No. It's it's like it's, hey, it's like, it's like, like being, if you had to go look up what each fucking part was to your your job, it's just yeah. like what 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 is the point? It's like, like, it's like replacing a guitar player in a band and just only being able to play his solo. 
Yeah. And not being able to play your own. Well, exactly. Like, how do yeah. you work well with others? How do you learn if you just rehearse and rehearse yeah. and rehearse? You don't learn anything because you don't make mistakes. There's no mistakes to be made. Yeah. And you don't learn from your mistakes. Like, yeah. shit, dude. DDP. Deep. I like you, DDP, though. I like you. Hey, good guy. You got me skinny. You got me skinny. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, so, so, you know, everybody's, you know, not lifting up the bean. Uh, they get a, a doctor in and basically just says that Dustin's ravaged. He's got a sprained knee, tinnitus in his shoulder, and a possible broken rib or tinnitus two. Tinnitus in his shoulder? I've never heard of tinnitus in the shoulder Is, before. Did he actually say tinnitus? Maybe it wasn't tinnitus. What was the... Tendinitis. Tendinitis. It's tendinitis in his shoulder, not tinnitus in his... I was going to say, that's the ear thing. Yeah. That's when you fucking go yeah, to a tendinitis, concert. Tendinitis, yeah. Yeah, and, and a possible broken rib or two. But I think this is like chiropractor level shit. He's like, oh, oh he's a quack Dust- doctor for sure. Dustin, you tell me that you have all these ailments? Yeah. Oh my God, how are you working? You should be in us fits. <laughs> you should be in us fits. Uh, fucking, actually, speaking of uh, chiropractors, um, there was a... Somebody at work was going to the chiropractor and needed to leave a little bit early. Yeah. Right? I was like, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't think much. Of, I don't think much of quack doctors, but I mean, you do you. Hey, right? man, I went to a chiropractor for a bit, just like cause yeah. I had it on my benefits, and like, dude, nothing got solved. No, it was no, like all you have to keep on going back to chiropractor. Like, I told it's you like about cracking it. your knuckles. I told you about it, right? Because they didn't charge my benefits. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, once they did, yeah. and it was my own doing. But, uh, like, one time out of, like, the seven treatments I did, was yeah. the, there was only one time where I'm like, oh, shit, my shoulder feels, like, really good. Yeah. Half a day. Yeah. yeah. Half a day, right? Because all they're doing is cracking your knuckles, essentially. Oh, they're just, yeah, they're just it. temporary relief. For it's sure. temporary relief for a day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that is, and, you, and the fact that most of the time it gets worse. Because you're like, you know, what I mean? you've already worked it out and it gets back in. So, like, you got to keep on going back. That to me is the definition of a quack doctor. But when they left and they're like, okay, see you. I was like, quack. It's <laughs> like stupid shit like that. I'm just a fucking, just a prick. Well, I'm not really being a prick, but people laughed. That's all that matters to me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it, it, it is what it is. They would have a three-way match and a singles match. Uh, Danny, Dustin, and Todd. This match, I did not pay any attention to. I'm not going to lie. None. No attention got paid. Uh, no, no, not really. Uh, I thought Danny oversold a lot. Uh, it's so hard that he uh, goes into the turnbuckle, misses it all together, flails all around, probably hurts himself in the in the long run doing this. Probably. Uh, Danny and Dustin would team up very um, emphatically. Uh, tensions would rise after that, and the winner would, the winner being Dustin Diamond, right? He would... <laughs> okay, so um, I should probably just... Uh, rewind here because when they're practicing their match and they're looking over the layout Brutus is talking to Dustin as like Rodzilla Dustin and uh, Todd are doing this match in the rehearsal and Brutus says in the format it says to do your walk oh yeah and um, Dustin's like what do you mean like what's my walk and and Brutus like the walk or whatever yeah so Brutus <laughs> Brutus fucking does a fucking Fargo strut he does a Fargo strut one of the most synonymous moves in American wrestling yeah yeah the Fargo strut and he does the Fargo strut and he says you know the wreath yeah. thing yeah. and yeah. I'm like fucking gobsmacked thinking like not only 
Is he calling the Ric Flair strut, the Fargo strut, the Jeff Jarrett strut? Retarded. Yeah. yeah. But like Dustin Diamond doing it and getting it over and getting yeah. it into the fucking format. Well, because like, that's his walk. Like he's he's done that walk in matches before. But he, and then that goes to his fucking head. Because then he starts trying to train Todd Bridges himself. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like, wow, Dustin's doing a great job. And, like, maybe you should have been like, hey, wow, you paying attention to wrestling and its history so much. Kudos. That's a great job. They they literally treat him like he's a mark. They treat him like a fucking mark, which is so crazy because, like, Brutus, like, come on, dude. Like, you're... You're the biggest mark for yourself ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, like, like the biggest fan of Brutus Beefcake. The only way that you Beefcake. are relevant in wrestling is through your wife or through your fucking buddy Hulk. Like, him and his wife on the Marty Jannetty dark side of the ring is insufferable. He was such a cuck. Oh, uh, insufferable. Like, what a fucking beta cuck on that yeah. episode, man. And that's the same dude that had to leave early for the CWE fucking No, tour. they didn't, like, pay him on time, and then they had all these, like, demands, really? right? Yeah, it wasn't that he left halfway early. He didn't even show up. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Danny Duggan was, like, just, like, fed up with him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how I remember it anyway. I thought that he showed up for a bit, though. I don't think so, man. And then he was like, yeah, I'm leaving. I think that was one of the shows before GP. That's fair. I because I I thought for sure that like one day he was just gone, and nowhere would be found. Or maybe maybe I know that the part of it was they paid him uh, uh like a, a bit, like a prepay or whatever, and like he just. If Trox is still around, he could answer this he question was, for he us. He was. I thought he was supposed to be up at the dinosaur museum this year. I thought he was too, but now he's got little Mexican luchadors living with him. Wild. And then say, have you seen that? No, I, I, I'm. There's two, two. I, you. What the fuck happened there? I don't know, man. Your I fucking. Tyler's mic dropped. I just about fucking shit my pants. Dude. Tyler almost did a mic drop. I've never I seen Tyler jump like that before. Dude, it scared me. I got frightened. Uh, then it was like, like some witchcraft coming through. Um, no, he's the two guys. Uh, I can't remember the Dark Soul Brothers or something like that. Uh. Like two legit Mexican luchadors, young guys, who are truck sponsors, and they're up here working for CWE and shit like that, and they're staying with them, and they're touring around and going to see stuff, and yeah, living the dream. This fucking dude is just—it seems fun. It seems—it seems hectic, more hectic than I ever want to have to deal with. But yeah, yeah, good on him, good on him for the love of indie wrestling. Yeah, yeah, for the love of indie wrestling, Canadian. Elite wrestling. Canadian wrestling elite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it's not CEW, CWE. Um, but, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, the uh, the second match of the night is Bean versus Rodman. Uh, and they're basically playing up how Bean and Rodman are. You know, it's like a grudge match almost of sorts. Like Danny Bonaducci and uh, and uh, 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 Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Just because of the, the stiffing, right? And, and, and it, it, it's... You do see a little bit throughout this episode of Dennis Rodman being a little bitch. You know what I mean? Because he's like, I'm not doing that, man. He's no, a, man. Look, I love basketball, but he's a basketball player. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, as soon as somebody calls him out for hitting hard, and he's like, hey, if I hit... Because that's what he was saying to Shoshelle. Hey, if I hit you hard, you're in the ring with a man. Hey, what can I say? I'm sorry. Right? Like, I don't. Mean, he doesn't even apologize. He's like, women don't belong here anyways. 
right? And just, that guy is then confronted with the possibility of a receipt. Yeah. Finn starts bitching out. It's like that's that's a whole nother level of bitch. You yep. know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yep. And and that's that's where this match goes essentially. But no, there is no no uh, receipts as far as I can tell. No, no. I mean, uh, Rodzilla would Hulk up. Uh, Beam would be really slow in this match. It would be pretty fucking bad. Um, He's very slow. Yeah. Beam would defeat Rodzilla, and Bubba Love Sponge would say on commentary that they are setting new standards. Yeah, they really blow, blow smoke up these people's ass, pretty much. And uh, Rodzilla would hit Beam with a trash can post-match. Not once, not twice, but thrice. And, uh, yeah, then we get to the judging, and that's when Rodzilla would be told by Eric Bischoff that he's stiff. Rod tells them that none of them will stop them. And, um, you know what, buddy, that's just what the judges yeah. are uh, capable of doing, unfortunately, but, um... We we know that you're like um, extreme buddies with Hulk Hogan. Yes, so. yes. He this nepotism at his finest. Yeah, it's like, can we just like get Kim Jong Il in here? <sighs> like, I mean, because I know that you know yeah. we may as well just have like Hulk Hogan, Kim Jong Il, and like fucking Michael I'm, Jordan. I'm, right I'm here. sure Dave Schwimmer's not doing anything. Oh, we we really need to get David <laughs> Schwimmer on this. He makes it all about him every time. <laughs> every time. I don't know, it's man. all about Ross. All about oh, fucking I Ross. I don't, I don't know. I don't know friends. I have no. Why did you put bring up David Schwimmer? Because he's like somebody that was not doing anything in 2008, and he was a celebrity <laughs> name. Okay, fair enough. I get it. Uh, I but, get it. But anyways, anyways, I turned it into a whole other area here. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um. No, Danny would end up getting eliminated this time. Uh, no real reason. Like, like to me, I would eliminate Rodman. Rodman is to me the worst out of these five guys. I would eliminate Bean. See, I, think, I don't mind Bean. I don't think Bean belongs. Like, not no? at all. He's like, he wasn't even a fucking good boxer. He's That's not fine. a very popular celebrity. Like his celebrity yeah. ran out nine years ago at this point. I mean, and, and yeah, yeah. So did Rodman? Like Rodman's Rodman as Rodman is a celebrity. Yes, 100%. He's probably the biggest celebrity of them all. Easily. Probably, yeah. Out of the whole show. Yeah, yeah, no, like, um, he stayed as a household name for a long time despite doing anything. Yeah. Just, like, do nothing and everyone still knew who Dennis Rodman was. Yes, but when it comes to the in-ring, Dennis Rodman, in my opinion, is just dog shit. Yeah. The dirt worst. Butterbean at least does his big guy stuff decently. You know what I mean? Like, except for his selling. His selling is garbage, and he's really slow. But, I mean, big guys are sometimes slow. I think out of all the guys here, Danny is the best. Danny is the fucking best worker out of all. all the, in, in the all-around package, Danny is the best one. To me, Todd Bridges is the best wrestler. That's my yeah, opinion. he's not bad. He's Todd not, Bridges he's is the best wrestler. Bad. He's not bad. Danny Bonaducci is the best character, right? Uh, Dennis Rodman is the most charismatic. And 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 Dustin Diamond tries really hard. Dustin be the best manager. Yeah, Dustin would be a great manager. Great like, manager. Uh, he he tried really hard, but the wrestling itself was not he's his. Not physical enough. He's no. not physical enough, right? No. He, he's made of glass. Yeah, but his his, his presence. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 his charisma though is is really really 
No, he, he's very charismatic. That that's yeah. amazing. Like he's he's made for wrestling. Like he's perfect at it. Yeah. So he's, is Danny Bonaducci in a way. He's very Kaufman esque. Every time I see him, I think Kaufman when yeah. he's in the ring. Total yeah. Kaufman. Yeah. Which also like that's what I think. Like you know, he's not a mark. He's a fucking student. Yeah. That dude is a student. Like he's really giving it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad that he makes it so far, yeah. despite him being kind of a bitch. Yeah. He he out of all of them that that has been eliminated, he deserved to be in the. Well, Danny Bonaduce did too, but Danny does well. Danny fucking gives a shit. He yeah. really fucking cares. He's a psycho. He is. But you know what? Like the best artists are psychos. Yeah. Yeah. Like unhinged people yeah. are usually the better artists. Yeah. No, it's true. The brain works different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, like, no. whether or not he was a good actor or not. Obviously. Danny Bonaducci? Yeah. Like, I don't think there was much there. Obviously, like, you know, the cream rises to the top or whatever yeah. the fucking. By the way, if you want to watch bad acting, okay. There's a family Spider-Man movie that came out on YouTube. Yeah. It's two hours long. Okay. It's called Spider-Man Locust. And who's in it? Lotus? Nobody. Nobody you'll ever know. Because it's a fan-made movie. But it was made with $25,000. The first 10 minutes makes you think, oh, man, this could be fun. And then it's all downhill from there. And I watched all two hours of it this week. Travis? Why? Because I wanted to see it. That's Spider-Man Lotus. So this reminds me of Billy Owens and the Secret Runes. Sure. I don't know what that Um, is. That's the the Harry Potter ripoff that was filmed in Spirit River. That has really? Roddy Piper in it. That's Hagrid. Okay. It's a, it's a Harry Potter ripoff movie, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, like a scary movie, like a satire type thing? No. Oh. No, it's serious. Okay. So uh, it's, fan, it's fan fiction. Yeah, sure. That's what, that's but what it, it is. It's trying to be... It's, it's a mockbuster is what they call it. It's a mockbuster. It's a blockbuster ripoff filmed on very, very low budgets. Okay. Well, so I, mean, anyways, I would call that a Billy Owens film. and the Secret of the Ruins has Roddy Piper in it. We should do it for a Christmas commentary or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. In Spirit River, buddy. Yeah, no, we probably local. should. We probably should. We probably should. That, is it a Christmas movie? No, but it's, oh. a, it's a Harry Potter movie filmed in Spirit River, Alberta. Fuck. And Roddy Piper literally goes into business for himself and just like goes off script and just starts rambling hard. Okay. In the uh, middle of the movie. Have you ever seen it? Like, uh, the full I, movie? A lot of YouTubers have uh, yeah. talked about it. Okay. A lot of, like, ones that I watch, like, the the, the the Circle, I guess, like, Gabby Bell, Drew Good. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Chris James. Yeah. Thing, right? I mean, I listen to most of those guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are funny. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the odd Cody Co video, depending on the. Uh, I like Cody Co. Depending on the the topic, it, I don't want his girlfriend in there. I don't like, I don't his, like his girlfriend videos. No, um, I don't but, like when she's in a video. I just don't. I don't like her. No, no, but the ones without her, I, I yeah, like. I yeah. like a lot. I think he's really funny. He's, yeah. He he makes me laugh a lot. The old ones that he has with um the Asian guy that's with him. I've never seen them. Those are really funny. Yeah, they do a that's cringe. Edition. Oh, okay. And uh, they're both really funny. They have like a podcast and yeah. a band and like oh, all this okay. kind of shit, right? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, my, uh, yeah, like the Gabby Bell stuff, depending on the episode. She's funny. Okay? She is like, funny. Like she's yeah. funny, but the content of the episode really matters for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I don't listen, like all, all of like most YouTubers, honestly. I don't watch everything. They're too young for me right now. 
You know, like well, most yeah. of them are so young that what they're talking about is like, I don't give a shit about yeah. TikTok. No. If you're going to talk about TikTok, like, don't care. I'll watch it for cringe value. Like, I'll just watch it and be like, oh my God, that's what TikTok's like. Hey. But you know what, though? If, if you're going to go that far, you might as well just go to Christina P on your mom's house and her TikTok curations. Oh, fair she, those are great because they're unhinged. They're crazy. Like, just like the people that she finds. Right, like uh, uh, Curtis uh, Connor found a lot of like crazy unhinged TikTokers. Yeah, that are like talking about like, oh my God, there's hair on this female's face. She must be transgender. Oh, like the, the, this one, hers is just like this old man that's just like every TikTok is like, good morning, my uh, was it my uh, my pretty ladies and something else uh, to all my beauty queens over eighteen, blah blah blah, and he's just talking about what he's gonna like. Today, I know you want to sleep in, blah, blah, blah. And he's just fucking, it's just creepy as fuck. Gross. Yeah. She just finds these weird ones of like somebody fucking damn near getting decapitated or something. Like, just the craziest TikTok videos. Gross. Anyways. Let's fucking breeze through this fucking last episode because there's not that much to it. Episode eight. This is the finale. Uh, everyone's riding Justin because his chops are fucking pussy-esque. They look pathetic. And then Dustin just... kicks, too. Yes, yes. But they really highlight the chops by having him chop everybody. And he keeps on complaining that his hand hurts. He's like, I got... Ever get that weird bruise in the funny part of your hand? Man, that stings. Yeah, yeah. He complains to everyone that he's got a bruised hand. Butterbean makes a huge deal. But he's like, I've got a bruised hand. A bruised hand. How did somebody bruise their hand by slapping another man's chest? Tell me. How? Get a real life. He didn't say that, but uh, forever be synonymous with Butterbean to me. Now get a real life. Um, this is when Todd laughs and, and mocks Nasty for having a quote-unquote 50-page script. You expect us to learn? Oh, that's all, is it? That's all you got for us today. A 50-page script. Oh, that's good. That's good. Coming from a dude that's probably like been like, are you fucking serious? 50 <coughs> pages the day before the show. Yeah. 50 fucking pages. Yeah. This is unacceptable. Like a dude that's actually like done script reading and is like yeah. not calling the shots on the fly. No. Like a dude that's done script reading. Like I'm yeah. sure that this dude wants work so bad that a, a 50 page script the day before might actually be like fucking foaming at the mouth. Like, I'll right? take it. I'll take it. But here he's like, yeah, I know my script. worth. 50 pages? Like you're fucking stupid. You well, that and like a 50 page wrestling physical script. What the fuck is that? Like, it's like, insane. It's probably not 50 pages. It's probably no, like 10. No, because he is over-exaggerating just by being like, you know, like, really? You know, like, it might as well be a 50-page script or whatever, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's probably like, you know, there's at least 8 but 10 yeah, pages he, in the He fucking throws the format at him, and we talk about the format again, and I, I just don't understand, like... W- w- what are you trying to achieve here, like, trying to, like, show wrestling fans, like... We're just gonna like script these fucking celebrities like we just like us right you know like just like us we script our matches and we gotta read these sheets you know, of paper i mean like at 2008 it was getting more and more common to script your matches it was a dark point wrestling you know yeah but like i mean scripted matches to me at at certain points like macho man's matches were all scripted scripted to high heaven well, right, like, the Mania 3 match is notorious for being a very highly scripted match. Like, it was like yeah. match, a move 1, move 24, yeah. like, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Which is fine, you know, if, if that's what you got to do, but don't promote it. Don't promote it. Like, yeah. 
I understand kayfabe's like 100% dead, but I don't need to know that you guys are working off the script. But at the same time, they need substance for the show, and they're grasping <laughs> There's nothing, yeah. at whatever they can grab for substance. Uh, because that's really it. And then they move on because there's three matches tonight. Right, The first match is the Jabroni match where there's five losers in one ring. And it's just a tag team match with the girls. It's absolute fucking garbage. Nikki and Tiffany take on Trishel and Aaron, and Frank Stallone is a manager, and that's the best part of it. Frank because Stallone he's is the best. found a character. Yes, he's finally tapped in. He found a character. It's pretty entertaining. He's just really androgynous. Yeah, it's like a, it's like Adrian Street or Yeah, yeah, you know, no, like, totally, totally. Yeah. He's like uh yeah. really, really feminine, androgynous, like just a total like um Andy Warhol type guy. Yeah. Funny. Uh, it's good. Good yep. good work. Um, it's fine. Um, Aaron, the MOM, the Mistress of Mayhem, wins uh, with crossbody on Tiffany. Yeah. I like it. Was uh, almost... I liked Aaron Murphy in the first place. So, like, I saw this and I'm like, oh, wow. Further val- validation that Aaron Murphy oh, was like, yeah. probably she the was be- the better woman. She was the best woman out if of they, the world. If they had a, win- like a woman winner, it would have been Aaron Murphy, I think. Okay. Thanks. Really? Thanks. There we go. That's yeah. all I needed to hear. Uh, <laughs> Danny Bonaduce would also come down, uh, and and he would uh, have a little tussle with Frank Stallone. But yeah, the the only other thing I have to say about this match is at some point in time I'm watching, I'm like, I feel like Tiffany's continued to wrestle this whole time, and practice, because I feel like she's gotten like somewhat she's better. better. Yeah, maybe like, she, how she's would not she get worse? How would she not get worse? She was so goddamn bad. How would she not get worse? Maybe she was so bad at first that she's like, I'm gonna try this time. I was wondering because, like, even like Nikki Ziering had a better presence than she used. Better to. presence, yeah, like less giving right? a fuck, yeah, for sure. So maybe like, they got paid more, maybe. But I, I feel, man, that they were probably still like just doing a little bit. They were probably had to stick around. They had to stick around for the finale. So I feel like they kept kept them there for eight weeks. Or oh, you don't think this, this wasn't filmed weekly? This was filmed daily. They did. I I don't know for a fact, but I can guarantee you, this was filmed. There's no way that over they got those crowds out. No, every day for, for those main event shows. Like, like, there's no way that they would come back week to week. You know, what I mean, this was like. Oh. No, but if they if it was like a uh, a house crowd like NXT or a lot of yeah. like uh, they got paid friends and family or paid these guys. But if they did a week, they're not cheering this the way they're cheering if they're not getting paid. There's no way. Okay, but then no there being like two matches underneath yeah. being like Joey Ryan, Dylan. Oh, Knight. there's definitely matches like that there, right? That's what I'm yes. saying. Yeah. It's like there's no way that they did all these matches like day after day after day after day after yeah. day. I don't think so. I don't think that that's the case, right? Like. Oh, I don't. I don't think. I it would was say every second day. day, every third maybe day, maybe every second day. Yeah, it but could be. I really don't think they were doing like boom, boom, like, boom, boom. The only, boom. the only thing I'm trying to say is they were probably only there for like two weeks, right? I'd maybe, believe that, right? Like maybe ten days, not eight weeks. Right? Eight weeks, two months. Yeah, that that's a lot. Of time. Yeah, like so, like keeping the people that have been eliminated there for an extra week, continuing to pay them. Yeah, right. Like there's you 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 were giving us some. This is what we're going to pay you. Right, like whatever, right? Like, because there's no prize other than the belt for anybody else. So, like, no, you're probably no model. right. You're probably right. They taught them all the moves, and then they, they kept yeah, on doing kept training on, sessions. Yeah. It probably wasn't camera. the Nasty Boys or whatever doing it. It was probably like Joey, Joey Ryan. Ryan. And, you know, he probably tried to fuck somebody. Yeah, but they're all older than him. That doesn't matter. I know, I know, but he seems like a 
Seems like a. Well, I mean, like it's creepiness probably works with the younger crowd. That's what I mean, right? Right, but like they're too they're old enough to be like, oh my god, you're such a fucking drama queen. <laughs> oh, you're so anxious. Oh yeah, no, Erin uh, would definitely not go for it. No, she'd no. be like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah. try for one of my. I daughters. think Tiffany would. I think Tiffany would. Yeah, Nikki wouldn't. No, God, no, no. no. Trishel, maybe. She was only there for like maybe a day because she was eliminated real late in the in the show. But <clears throat> either way, either way, either, way, either, either way. way, that match sucked. Todd and Dustin and Dennis and Bean they have a match, and it's just like it's fine. You know, like it's it's whatever. This would lead to. Do you have anything else to really say? No, all their matches are so formulaic. Yeah, all yeah. these four guys—they're so formulaic. I've seen what they've done already before. Yeah, there's nothing to, to say. It's just this is what really this is it. If we talk about this match in detail, then like, what are the standards for the real matches that we talk yeah. about? Right? Yeah. Like, are we going to talk about this match in there's detail? No substance. Why? To this. Why? No. 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 Um. But they would end up eliminating Dustin and Butterbean here. Uh, which, hey, you know what? There's an argument to be said for it. Um, you can tell Butterbean is just just gutted by this news. Because he was just told by Jimmy Hart that, baby, if I ever had a wrestling company, I would give you a contract immediately. Would Jimmy Hart ever have a wrestling company? No. No, Jimmy Hart probably doesn't even own a car. Would he manage <laughs> anyone in the TNA uh, Hulk Hogan revival in 2010? I don't think nasty so. Nasty Boys, I think. Just the Nasty Boys? Were the Nasty Boys in the Hulk Hogan TNA revival? Yeah, they had a feud with Team 3D. That almost gave me heartburn. That's how fucking dirty you that really is. You really need to take a revisit. No, I 20, don't. 2010 TNA. I don't know if buddy, I do. Buddy, that is like one of the worst fucking... I don't know if I do, though. To, to think that they thought that that bullshit would rival Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels going face-to-face for the first time since 97? <laughs> like, motherfucker, are you serious? I mean... Come on. I remember watching both shows and just like enjoying TNA more, but then at the end of that angle with Brett getting low blowed by Vince, I was like, oh shit, Brett's staying. Shit just got real. Like Brett's staying. He's yeah. gonna actually stick around. Like that was wild to me, but yeah, um, and then he wins the US championship. Yeah, he beat oh. Miz for the US title. In a very, very, very bad match. Oh, I imagine it was like what, two minutes probably? Fell longer than that. <laughs> might have been long. Might have been just just two two minutes, but it, it felt long. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Oh man, I've been dying of thirst. I should have went and got something to drink, uh, but my ice melted a tiny bit, so I was able, you know, survival, uh, you know, survival instincts. Ooh. Grab some melted ice. <laughs> uh, but no, this would then lead us to uh, the main event, which is uh, <clears throat> this is just. A singles match between the final two competitors, Dennis Rodman, Todd Bridges. Todd loses his hat. He does a pretty good sunset flip where I do not think Rodman kicked out in time. I do think that there was like a, a three count and they just let it go. It Jeez. just it just seemed like that way. Uh, but Rodman would win with a second rope clothesline. And, uh, yeah, this is – Hogan says that these guys brought wrestling to a whole nother level. And it's – 
He said a lot of shit during this season. Like, I think at one point he's like, you know, like that's some top level wrestling. Like, I, I, you could have yeah. you could have wrestled in front of. I would put this like in ninety thousand yeah. people. You know, yeah. like one hundred eighty thousand people in front of Athens, Greece. You probably could have you yeah. could have put that in front of, like right behind Jim Londos and. Uh, yeah, in in the in the Silver Dome. Uh, that's in New Orleans. Yeah, the Golden Dome and yeah. um, Jupiter. You, you uh, could have put that in there, in front of yeah. uh, four hundred thousand alien maniacs, buddy. Yeah, at the at the Eiffel Tower, you know, ninety thousand people hanging off of the Eiffel Tower watching mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's, it's 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 the way it is, man. The only Hulk Hogan can do that. That's why wrestling's dead now because Hulk Hogan's not around. Brother, I had a million souls in the Sistine Chapel watch me body slam. <laughs> Dead Andre, it was, it fucking was, hell! It was, it was amazing, brother. H <laughs> H. <laughs> uh, but no, Robin will be crowned as a champ. Um, I I don't agree with Robin being the champ, but hey, it is. What you it think is. Todd deserved it more? Uh, I think everybody deserved it. More. I feel like um, um, nepotism isn't the right word, but it's the closest word I can yeah. describe what's happening. Yeah, right it, here, it's, right? it's total nepotism. Um, to me, like. Danny did better, especially when you factor in the stuff that he missed like five hours of practice every day. Danny got fucking eliminated and then came back and did the best match on the entire series. Dude, he was the more most pro wrestling out of anybody. He yep, politicked totally. his way back into a game show he was voted out of. This dude literally pillmaned the whole show. Dude, he is this is what Hulk Hogan was looking for himself. To me, like Danny Bonaduce is the winner. And he's the winner in all of our hearts, and yeah. in, in our minds, yeah. and in our prayers. And if you look at Danny Bonaduce now, he he's looks like pale. he looks like Ron Howard. He's he's a very he's, old man. He's a very old man, and you don't expect it when you see him, especially because Danny Bonaduce was tan for so long. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. only ginger with a tan. Yeah. Um. Anyways, like that dude's a fighter. He should have won the show. Should have won the fucking belt. Should have came yeah. back season two with a big feud against Dennis Rodman. Or or Dustin Diamond, or Dustin Diamond, yeah. you know, because like they were having a feud as well. Um, now that we're um, you know we're here, and um, I read this uh, story today is that Dustin Rhodes um, had some choice words for Hulk Hogan for Hulk Hogan because his spindly chicken arms or some bullshit like that. <laughs> he denied working a mania program with Dustin because of his. Um, little chicken arms. Like, like so, what, what program with this? So be? the years that I've been uh, hearing about are nine and nineteen. Like WrestleMania so, so, nine. Yeah, yeah, because it was WrestleMania program that he said that he he. Uh, oh, so before him. he was Goldust. So if it's before he's Goldust, it was nine, which is like okay, yeah, no shit, yeah. Hulk Hogan turned you down. Why would he wrestle you? And nineteen when he was. Electrified gold dust. Like I just got electrocuted. Hulk Hogan turned you down. Like really? Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just wanted to kind of put that one out there because I read that today and I thought that I read it just before you showed up. Like, wow, I really yeah. need to talk about this on the podcast because like look, th- this dude is like <coughs> oh, I hate to say it, but he's like, you know, he's like sober and he's like really like present. Yeah. And I just wouldn't expect something like this to come from Dustin. But you know what? He is Dusty Rose's son. So what can you expect? Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. He's a... I don't necessarily believe him, per se. No, I don't believe him. Um, 
But like I do believe that he was that he thinks it happened. No, <laughs> <laughs> with all the drugs he did, it's possible. But like, no, I think that uh, it wouldn't. It's not unheard of that Hogan, Hogan said that to him that he's got like spindly chicken arms. You know what I mean? Like, and and this is Dustin's way of finding a reason to be able to bring it up and bitch about Hulk Hogan. And just be like, you know, like, how can I shoehorn this in? Like, I was supposed to work with him at Mania twice. Not once, but twice. You know what I mean? Like, something stupid like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure him and Cody are much alike. Cody's a, a very... Uh, Cody's a storyteller. Yeah. And a fabricator. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely a fabricator. I uh, I, I pull for the guy, but I, I definitely can see that he's a, he's a politician. He's, heart. yeah, like, like... He might come off sincere, but like there's that little. That's intentional. Bit. Yeah, that's the politician. Man. Yes, exactly. That's the politician I don't think Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has, in front of a camera, outside of maybe two or three times, has had a sincere word. You know what I mean? I think his emotionalness is definitely a, a ploy for yeah. um, attachment yeah. from fans. Yeah, I would say yeah. there's um, something to be, like. God bless Cody. He's. he's Great worker, great storyteller. Well, that's just it. He's a great worker. He's yeah. he's a yeah, great he's working you, right? Like, I like the word yeah. worker. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's just it. He's Dusty Rhodes's kid. Yeah. As I said about Dustin, like Dustin is amazing. How emotional was that match at Double or Nothing twenty nineteen? Exactly. Fucking right? emotional. And and when I say that there was a couple instances where. There was sincerity. That's one of them. You know what I mean? For sure. Like that was that was an amazing match. One of the best matches of best that match year. of both of their careers. Oh yeah. At the moment for Cody, but of all time for Dustin. I would still say it's at the moment, or it's, it's still Cody's best match. Yeah, I'm just saying at the moment because you know Cody's definitely got. He could still. He's got more in the tank. He's, he's got a long way to go. Yeah, long yeah. way to go. That dude can have some classics. Yeah. Yeah, and only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, and uh, have yeah. no fear. We got stories for years. There's no fear. Don't fear the Reaper either. Deep, deep meaning here in the Federation. Uh, but uh, yeah, either way, I don't have anything else to say. I am so high, ungodly amounts of high. That's fair. I, That's fair. Like, I've been smoking like so much sativa lately that I don't feel like I get unprecedentedly stoned. Mm. Yeah, which I don't like. I, I do like getting to that point at some point in the later nights. I have the heavy eyes. That's all it is. You know what I mean? I think like, I woke up a couple nights ago and I like uh, three a.m. I like went and smoked the bowl to kind of like put myself back to bed. Mm-hmm. It's I'm so like, good. I'm like I'm. St- I feel great, but like, where's the where's the heaviness? Because it's sativa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The heaviness is gone, right? Yeah, but, it's um, not the go to sleep weed. You know what no, I mean? it's not. And I got sativa weed. I got sativa fucking uh, live resin. Oh, yeah. No, I got no edibles. I haven't taken edibles for a long time. I've Actually, got edibles just sitting around. I haven't taken edibles since the beginning of the year. Really? Yeah, really? when I was taking all those fire When we watch Spider-Man, I'll bring over my edibles. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I got some mushrooms in the freezer. Okay. That I wouldn't mind, like. For Spider-Man, like, that would be fun. That's fair. That's like, fair. You don't have to. I'm not going I'm to. Not, I'm not going to, like, pressure you. It's, it's one of those things that I want to at some point in time. I do. You'd like them. Yeah. 
like if there's any type of psychedelic that you'd like, it would definitely be mushrooms. Yeah. Like I would never like pressure you into acid or anything. Oh no, no, no. I would but, never like, even, mushrooms I... though are fun because like if you take the right amount before it's like the hero dose, the hero dose is you take the trip yeah. and you come back and like you know, like things you're kind of humbled, right? Yeah. But like, um, I find the in between is really fun where you get like, you take like two grams, yeah. but you take the two grams over like three hours. Yeah. So you take like a gram and a half at first and then you hit and you're like, Oh shit. Fractals in the sky. So you like look up and like things like start to twist, but like they twist in like, in like uh three inch intervals. Yeah super cool it's like really nice your gut hurts though like, yeah 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 like yeah. your gut I mean, hurts it's poison. like a, your, your mother like it hurts like a motherfucker yeah it's poison right it's, your body's reacting to that yeah. but like um the thing that happened with me on mushrooms that i like figured out is that i would watch three movies per trip and it would be like fifth element tenacious d and yeah. then like monsters inc like that type of shit um yeah. howard the duck you know, just like Howard the Duck is a crazy. The Fifth Element was my favorite one on mushrooms. The old Mario Brothers movie is coming back to theaters in 4K apparently. Oh my god, that would be perfect. Yeah, Simpsons, great on mushrooms. Oh, the Simpsons movie or just the TV? Just show? the TV show. Watching the Simpsons on mushrooms is like my one of my favorite things. It's, it's just great. It's so fucking great. It's nice and you just laugh at everything. Yeah, it's so colorful. It's, yeah. it's fucking vibrant, right? Um, but yeah, um, Fifth Element, that is. It's a great movie. That was, um, that was like, I was on the edge of my seat and then, uh, yeah. I would have to like take, take myself down and like smoke a bit of weed to be able to like calm myself down. Oh, Cause yeah. I would like, I would like get so intense. I'm like, whoa, that's like, what a haircut Chris Rock has got. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You'd see Chris Rock and you're like, oh my God, oh, like Jesus Christ. I can't look at you right now. Um, have you ever seen uh, 12 Monkeys? Never watched it. No, I've always wanted to. I've 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 really enjoyed that movie, Twelve Monkeys. Really, really enjoyed. I've seen uh, bits of Brad Pitt's performance in it, and seems yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. So. No, it's it's a good movie. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, but with that being said, we'll get out of here. Uh, but up next on the Federation, uh, we're I'm going to keep on sticking Jim to it. He's going to join us to talk about Grand Masters of Wrestling. The first disc, the only one that we could find on YouTube, uh, it is the uh, Jewish wrestling that Jim has been talking about nonstop the last couple weeks. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And uh, we'll meet you back here in a couple weeks for that. Uh, but in the meantime, remember when we used to, in the meantime, and in between time. Oh, Ed Whalen, eh? Yeah, remember that? We used to do that. Uh, that's not what I'm going to say. Anyways, uh, it's time for shout outs. I don't know. It just it came out and I was just thrown off guard by it. Uh, it's future so bright. He's only 7% other metals. Sterling silver fudge. Then uncle calls it right down the middle. Mike, the ref fudge. He wants to call dollar. Ah, he wants to call father, but not for a dollar. Trox fudge. Our Joe white cousins from down under Taylor made fudge. Uh, his nose is always snotty, but don't worry. That's just Scotty too hotty fudge. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching The Federation. Listen to the show every Wednesday as well as other shows on the SCL network. And uh, join Jim and I every Sunday for uh, SCL Wake and Bake, the Sunday morning Wake and Bake. Uh, teachers at whatamover.net and not to forget music for the show by Electric Downfall. Um, do you remember last week 
how uh, we said we were going to end the show. No. I don't either. So I was hoping you did. We were going to end the show a certain way? Yeah, there's something about, like, jabroni. Tyler, brother, you're a jabroni. Get out of your house. Ooh.